When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard. Oh, yeah, well, there it is right there. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to tell him that we, we go his way first. Tom Bernard Show with Julia McCullough. That's it? <laughs> no, she just went shy. Andy Brand uh, Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And shy. Shy too. We'll be right back. We'll kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God, you big baby. Turn her mic way up because she does this. Oh, everybody's talking about Joe Frazier. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I used to love Muhammad Ali when he'd come on with talk shows and all that. He just 
Yeah, you wouldn't talk any louder than this. You'll sit back and kind of talk like this the whole night. <laughs> I so love that. Just pretty. Um, I'm the king. I'm the greatest, and I'm so pretty. <laughs> what a man! I'm sorry. It made me sad when he died this year. He died this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh wow! I thought but, he died like a long time ago. No, he Jeez. just died earlier this year. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Was it this year? He's Cassius. one of the 2018s, I think. Mm-hmm. He is. Oh. Yeah. Cassius Clay. Cassius Marcellus Clay. He was the man. He was the man, the best fighter I've ever seen in my entire life, other than you, Shy. You got that right. You got that right. <laughs> you probably whip people ass like there's no tomorrow. New Jersey State Champion. Were you? Yes, ma'am. Is it? Did you just say yes, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You don't have a hat. Okay, Shy. <laughs> you don't She's here. How's comedy? You can call me, ma'am. It's fine. I'm dealing with all of this as well, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, Muhammad Ali died two years ago. Was it two years? What? It feels like this year. No way. I thought he died like in 2016. He died two and a half years ago almost? Oh my God. See, that's how I miss it. I thought it was this year. No. Nope. Not, not next year to tell me like Thomas Edison's dead. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, oh, it's one He's of those Mandela guy. effects. You know what the Mandela effect is? Was that? Is where there's a collective memory um, that people have that didn't happen, but they swear it did. Oh yeah. And they all have yeah, the same yeah. memory of it. Like mm-hmm. a famous one is Kurt Douglas. Well, how? Because he's a hundred now, isn't he? Yeah. How but do every, you spell uh, Berenstein Bears? Berenstein, B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. Nope. It's A-I-N. Mm-hmm. It's A-I-N? Everyone swears that it was oh, A-I-N. Because it's Berenstein. Everyone yeah, swears right. that it was A-E-I-N when yeah. they were kids. So I thought it was Berenstein. It's called the Mandela effect. Yep. That's the most famous. The Mandela effect. It. It's Wait, called what Mandela was the Kurt Douglas one? Everyone remembers Kurt Douglas dying and like remembers seeing still alive. the but funeral. He's still alive. What? And, but to me, I think what it was is people. Uh, wasn't it Michael Douglas's or was it Kurt Douglas's brother or Michael Douglas's brother passed away? And I'm wondering if they were confusing the two. Well, they've got they both had brothers that died. I know that. Oh, and he's also 101 years old. 101 so now. But, but no, know. like people remember watching the funeral. Like oh god, that's not clip, good. Yeah, it's mm. very weird. There's also that it's one uh, Shazam. It was not a movie. Yeah. Yep. Shazam. Was everyone assumes everyone believe, rem- collectively remembers that Shaq was a genie in a movie called Shazam, and it never existed. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, Shaq yeah. was a genie in a movie called Kazam. Oh. What well, yeah. they remember is Shazam starring. Oh, crap, what was the guy's name? Uh, Kirk Douglas. Yes. Sinbad. Sinbad, yeah. yes. Oh, they remember Sinbad, Sinbad being yeah, a genie right. in a movie. Well, right. How, and he yeah. never was. And he never was. How but he was a genie in like a promo he was a on like. Genie in he was a genie on like a promo on Nick or something, and that's what people remember. Yeah. Maybe he was a genie and somebody wished that that movie disappeared. Right. So it did happen, mm, yeah. but then it well, didn't happen. Well, they kind of. They, the genie was too powerful because Sinbad's whole career disappeared. <laughs> he's still working. Actually, he's a really nice guy. He is. He, he is very funny. funny. I saw I him just live. Don't, I don't know what happened to him. He uh, he doesn't do. He does crowd work the whole time, and it's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, I like crowd work. Yeah, me too. I like Tommy, well, Paul McCartney. You got to take different. that picture and put it on a book. A picture of me, right? Yeah. Would you leave me alone? <laughs> you do look like you're dressed like a mystery right? writer right like, now. You know what I mean? We you know, uh, the great mystery is what book. the hell I'm doing. And... <laughs> T.M. Bernard. Have you, re- have you written a book? No. He's working no? on it. He's oh, it'd be very negative if I wrote a book, man. <laughs> yeah, he started writing a book, and then he gave up almost immediately. Mm. No, I did not start writing a hey, book. you did. No, I didn't. You gave a well, page yeah, to mom I, and me. Yeah, I was gone with the wind. 
I well, did start writing, and then somebody else ripped mm-hmm. it off. <laughs> I was very upset. Margaret, somebody meet or something. I, you know, I don't know who it is. No, it's uh, if I ever do write a book, Shy is going to be in it. There's no most question about it. Most definitely, mm-hmm. front, page. The, the <laughs> front page. Be, the chapter is going to be called "Yes, Ma'am." <laughs> That'll be it. It'll be "Yes, Ma'am." I'm with it. Oh well, Kirk Douglas's obituary has been released accidentally multiple times. <laughs> well, so that was, how does it accidentally? I know. <laughs> Probably they somebody keeps leaking it. Time ago, and he just hasn't. When they think a celebrity's going to die soon, they write their obituary well after or before, so that when they die, they can release it like immediately and be the first one. Oh, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Well, how it got coined Mandela effect is everybody remembers. Nelson Mandela uh, Nelson dying. Mandela dying in prison. But well, he did that. not. But but some people do. That's I remember his wife thing. starting people on fire. Yeah. I, yeah. I know, and her name was Winnie. Winnie. Oh. Yeah. Winnie Mandela. Not a lot. She's tainting my name. It's called. It was called what? Necklacing. Uh, necklacing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Put it. Putting tires around them, lighting the tires on oh fire. Oh my god! That'd be yeah. a tough way to die. Don't <laughs> yeah, you they think? don't. Uh, they don't talk about that too much, for some up. reason. Well, you know. I wonder why. So I ask you guys, I want to ask everybody to vote on this stuff because I'm, I'm missing something in the world right now, and that is, and both parties do. You know, we're talking a little bit, not yeah. a whole lot of politics this morning, but a little bit. But I'm looking at stuff, and Republicans and Democrats both do it. That if my person does it, it's okay. But if your person does it, it's the worst thing that ever happened in the world. Sure. How is that possible? Can't you just be honest about the whole thing and go, you're all screwed? I think the the most frustrating thing is when you see it happen in real time right in front of everyone and nothing gets called out anyway. I like know. So yep. when uh, I mentioned that this morning that um, – or, or no, I was talking to uh, Dave Mordal about it off the air, but um, I saw a tweet from a friend of mine, Solomon Giorgio, and he said, I wish I had the confidence of a white man who can – uh, non-answer a question for a full minute without, or uh, non-answer a yes or no question for a full minute, and it, it's so frustrating that you can, you can ask people stuff directly to their face and they just, you know, okay, they so dodge it. But yeah, and the hypocrisy part too. Like if you point out the same that that they're um, when they were fighting over the FBI investigation and they're all talking around the same thing and they're both doing, and it's happening right in front of you and no one stops it and you know yeah it's right. like someone driving by in a Humvee and being like nice Prius maybe try a fall electric next time it's oh like, you know what that sounds like there you go what? Minnesota they're all from it Minnesota does. Oh, yeah. all, every, politicians are from yep. Minnesota that's what I thought <laughs> yeah, well you got that right passive aggressive so yeah. they are they are they the, and stand alone on what they believe they are the type to kick a puppy and then tell you you're a bad person for you kicking know? puppies you got that right <laughs> yeah so back to Solomon for a second <laughs> What did it matter that he was a white man? How did race enter into it? Because I think um, it it goes along with that. And I understand that people are really tired of hearing about white privilege, but it's never really been called out until now. So, you know, I get that it's like... I didn't have a whole lot of white privilege when I was a kid. I was white. Uh We didn't have any privilege. You got to starve. You got to have a dollar to you, go with the privilege. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's I got to have a picture of Washington. That's in my the real body. privilege. Is money privilege. Right. It yeah. is money privilege. There well, there's money. all different kinds. You can. You can. White have... is definitely the initiation. Yes. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Listen to her down there. As the reason I asked you that question yeah. is, by the way, 
I love Shy, so that's why I'm, I'm also <laughs> Yeah. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Don't believe him. Don't believe him. It's a true story. Don't don't a, listen to you. Is there alcohol in there? <laughs> I plead the fifth. Irish coffee. I plead the fifth of vodka. Yeah, there is. I plead the fifth of vodka. So my question is, no, and Shy, you, I want you to answer this as well. Well, everybody in the room can, can give, give me your opinion. Um, I, because of where I grew up, I hate the term white boy. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I, I really hate it. Yeah, and people boy. just feel, no, see, listen it out there. Yeah. Yeah. see how it sounded. <laughs> Testing it out. Yeah. I, I literally hate it when people call. They, nobody's ever called me white boy, so I, I don't get too mad about it. But well, it's like any other sign of disrespect. I know. People, people don't say it to be respectful, yeah. No, they don't. But LeBron James said it today. He said he said it was White Boy Wednesday. Uh, they played Eminem at practice, so it was White Boy Wednesday. And I'm like, don't say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're a lot bigger than me, LeBron, but I don't give a rat. They'll be calling anybody White Boy. How about that? I just don't like that whole that whole race thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I grew up, we just all everybody got along. I don't know what the hell happened since I was a little kid, but we got we got along really really well, and I mean everybody did. Yeah, I think I think what. Solomon was referring to is that that sense when you're watching Kavanaugh speak that he uh, deserves to be sitting there and be able to not tell you something he doesn't want to tell you or um, equivocate or you know whatever he just feels fine doing that in that situation because because I'm this important dude and you right. can't you know you're not going to pin me in something I don't want to do, be pinned to you so know he's what a I mean politician already kind of yeah, yeah. but I'm saying yeah. like he, he's and he's saying that 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 sense of calm and and entitlement to that point of view is um it's not that no other kinds of people can have it, mm-hmm. but it's it's very easy to have as a white person. What I really like about that is when Catherine saw the same thing you were talking about. Mm-hmm. My wife said, uppity yaley prick. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, that's the thing I, I feel like we're all, it's so funny is, you know, whether or not he did it, and he did, but whether or not he did it, uh, he is so not even. Like, he is not temperamentally JB. Good, good to be a judge, I don't think. Oh, no, we're, we've oh, yeah. lost, we're losing the balance here now. <laughs> JB, what's up? Nice golf team, by the way. Golf team? I mean, football team? No, golf team. Golf team? We have I golf think he's team? making funnier outfit. <laughs> no, making fun. Oh, oh thanks, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's ridiculing that ridiculous you outfit. You have. I think you look nice, Tom. See, that's it's a nice white boy outfit. It's a nice white boy outfit. That's exactly right. I'm making fun of Team USA. Why? What happened? They're doing We're terrible. down 5-3 yeah, They're now. doing terrible. We're down 5-3? After the afternoon. Yep. Yep. Oh, you weren't making fun of his outfit? No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, USA Tom. <laughs> what a world I live in. All I do is get attacked. It's no. just terrible. It's horrendous. But no, I, I just, I really wish people would stop with this whole thing about Everything is about race, gender, orientation, religion. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it wasn't. Well, I suppose it was religion because I, I went to a Catholic school, so I suppose, you know, the black kids and, and the, the Spanish kids and the Native American kids, we didn't have any Asians in North Minneapolis. There weren't a whole lot of Asians in Minnesota at all. Not until uh, the Hmongs moved here, yeah. Yeah, there, weren't, there were just not a whole lot of Asians mm-hmm. here. But Well, I mean, 
Why would you go here unless you have to? Oh, <laughs> oh thanks, Shai. It's cold. It's cold. It is cold. It could get cold. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of Somalians. Yeah, I never met a Somalian until I got here. I was like, oh my God. What do you mean what? y'all got them? I don't own anybody. <laughs> I don't know, Tom. <laughs> I don't know, Tom. Why did they choose... Minneapolis to be the place to that, send people that live in the, I mean, practically in a desert. Yeah, that's very like, strange. Yeah. I heard y'all give out big checks. I heard y'all give out big checks. I think that might the, be something. Uh, What's happening? It was the help that the churches were willing to do. Yeah? What uh, churches? Oh, well, the he Lutheran said it deal? nice. He said it nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was churches and, well, but in they the were, case of the Hmongs and in the Somalis. Well, one was Catholic and one was Lutheran. I know right. that. But I don't remember which was which. I don't either, but I know churches had a lot to do with it. Did you go to Catholic school, Julian? No, I, that's uh, funny you should say that because I asked to go. Oh, you um, did? Well, I was not not to Catholic school, but I was new in school nine times growing up, so oh, I was always trying to make new friends and stuff. Sure. It was really hard, and I was in sixth grade, I remember, in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. They, uh, I, I was having a really hard time making any friends, and I heard the kids all talking about the CCD thing that they yeah, were doing yeah. on the weekend or whatever. Yep. So I went home, and I was like, that sounds like i got to get into that, and then I can make some friends. And so I went home, and I was like, uh, to my parents, I said, I want to I go to the CCD. What is that? And they were like, well, well then you're going to have to go to a Catholic church. And I was like, great. When do we start? And they were like, <laughs> and they were like you're, you're not going to church. You're too young. They might get you. They <laughs> might oh get you. Oh, so, Yeah, that's not good. So, uh, and they didn't mean... They yes, meant uh, <laughs> ideologically. So no, they, no, 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 no. But anyway, they said if you if you're eight, when you turn 16, if you still want to go to church, you can. But we're not. You're not going at, at 10 or whatever it was. No, I understand. And, uh, I understand. So I tried, but it didn't work out. Well, you know, it'll, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. They wanted you to make your own decision. They did, and then I turned 16 and I went to church every Sunday. Right. <laughs> you really? I'm completely lying about that. I know. <laughs> I kind of thought body language kind of told me he's lying. Yeah. He's lying. <laughs> He's making it up as he goes along. Yep. No, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I like finding stuff. I have a question for you. So I, tr- I started watching Murphy Brown just before I came here. Is it good? Uh, I, only, I watched five minutes and I saw a, a pillow sitting on your couch and I said, this is not for me. <laughs> I know what the what? pillow said. What did the pillow say, JB? Honky asshole. Uh, honk, it was what? tired, tired ass honky ho. Yeah. What? Set on a pillow. On I don't get it either. (laughs) But all of a sudden, we're going to have kids watching a show now where there's a pillow that says "tired ass hunky whore." She's a hunky, like a white woman. Yeah, and she's a hoe, like a whore. What? That's so confusing. I saw that last night. I went. I think it's it's uh, like new age ironic humor. Everything's ironic now. Is it? It's ironic when I turn the channel. So it's like live, laugh, love, but. Yeah, but you say it sarcastically. I guess. No, no, but was, that, like you're the, saying that pillow is a satire yeah, of like exactly. a live, laugh, love kind of thing? Yeah. Huh. Well, I think it's like you... But the word hockey is so bizarre to honky, use as a yeah. joke. It's okay, like nobody okay, says okay. that word, so it's like a really no, weird... Really, yeah. That's true. And I think they spelled it wrong. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money. 
and you want to send her some money, you can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the Prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. (laughs) They're going to love it. This is Tom Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash kq for more about XCheck. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855 855- 554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. I just spend a whole lot of time. See, right there. Always late. When did you do that? Oh, God. I heard Andy say eight seconds, but she asked me. I didn't you. even hear it. I was... No, she said. <laughs> no, something on your mind? It wasn't a question. It was a statement. Yeah, she said, was... there's too many white people in here. <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> I was, I was, I'm battling with this Cosby thing. She oh, was you're asking... battling with Cosby? Why? She I mean, asking... if he did it, he did it. I, you no, know, no, I understand I'm, what you're I'm saying. I'm not on that. I'm just like. I loved him when I was a kid. I loved right, Bill I'm, Cosby. That's the biggest thing he was in yeah. every single household right white yeah, black purple yep. polka dotted whether it was don't from bring that, up my people purple people <laughs> bring them up whether it was the, the what did he do kids said the darnest things mm-hmm. the yeah, huxtables yeah, yeah. he had a couple different yep. things happen so he reached how many Fat generations Albert. and how many homes yeah. so but, if you did what you did fine yep i had what i was explaining to her was it was we have a thing on constitutional right against self-incrimination yeah it's true and that's how they brought him down. They got him that way, yeah, but still, did, yeah. fine. What about Matt Lord, Donald Trump, et cetera? You know what I mean? Like, look mm-hmm. at all these guys that's what out there who? with the accusations. It's like, Matt at least Matt Lauer. Matt. Oh, a, Matt Lauer. Yeah. There's yeah. at least six other guys out there right now, whatever their color is, that have the same accusations and some even Bill Clinton. worse. Yeah, you're right. Right. Bill no, Clinton got his in the podium. Come on. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we wait until Cosby's 80 to say, okay, you're going to jail. 81. 81. You know what I mean? I like, met I, him. I literally met him about, okay with it. about a year before that stuff all started. And it was like, he was my big hero. When right. I was a little kid, I loved the guy. And then, like, as you said, all the TV shows he had, all the Cosby show and Hudson, all, all of it. And about a year after my, uh, Catherine and our daughter Alex, Andy didn't want to go. <laughs> But we went backstage and, and spent some time with it. And you know what he said, though? It was kind of weird. Mm. He so said, I raped back. 60 women. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> that would be weird. Because I went, boy, Catherine and Alex, we should probably <laughs> hop in the car and head home. No, he said, okay, well, do you have a camera with you? Uh, oh, is it like a cell phone? Yeah, okay. Well, why don't we just all gather around? I can take a picture with you, and they'll use it for your Christmas card for the rest of your life because I'm Bill Cosby. 
Like, oh, what? Man. Did he say that? Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, no, we wouldn't have been friends no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. he's pretty arrogant. Yeah, that's I, crazy. But, you know what's weird? He acted really kind of weird, you know, because he had that one dead eye on right. mm-hmm. And he was acting really weird. Like the second eye. he went on stage, he was perfect. It was mm. unbelievable. Huh. When he was on stage, he was right on message. Classic, huh? I just well, they, they say that about pro wrestlers. Yes. You see them behind stage and they can barely move this, that, uh, and the other. True. And as yep. soon as they hit the ring, they just, the, the adrenaline hits mm. and they just. Mm. It is true. That's what's weird about me is I, I, um, I'm fine, and then I hit the stage, and my eye goes dead, and I can barely move, and I'm never funny. It's awful. I need, I need to look into this other way, where I reverse it. Yeah, I got to reverse that. You got to reverse that. But they did. They they took a handshake agreement, which is on his. You never testify in a handshake agreement. Get it in writing. Yeah, yeah. He a dummy. I'm not telling on me. Uh, he told on himself. I'm not. And it still went away into. Uh, uh, Bert, oh, what's his the comic's name? Hannibal uh, Burris. Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal Burris. That's right. He's the one that kind of right you know, yeah, he did. made he a joke did. about it on stage. But Hannibal was paying for it in in other ways. Dearly. So <laughs> is he really? Oh yeah, he's mm-hmm. not liked in the black community. No, I mean he. <laughs> I am. All black people love me. Don't they? Shot. <laughs> so all black people love me. <laughs> I don't know if I'm in a position to speak for the whole. <laughs> no, the reason I said it because I'm too light skinned. There's got to be, there's got to be a balance. For him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't know that people ever talk directly about things, like you know, treating everybody the same and talk about all these issues without getting all dramatic about it. And I don't know why you get got to get dramatic about it. Because emotions, emotions and feelings are tied. I know, but you and I talk everything. about this stuff all the time, yeah. and there's no emotion involved because you've been a friend of mine for what about two weeks now? That's because <laughs> <laughs> that's because we trust each other. We're friends. We're comfortable uh, yeah, with I suppose each other. That is all, true, yeah. all, all that takes the emotion away. Yeah, and, it does. And that's when true. two str- strangers are talking. I'm just saying the lamp, the law should stand for everybody. Your color, your, your your status, what your wallet, whatever it is, just cross the board. I like it. That Period. works for me. You know what I mean? So you're not That's gonna call me white boy. Would. That's good. Not right here. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some on Facebook this morning. There were four cops with batons. Uh oh. Hitting this one black guy but he was waylaying the crap out of them yeah and <laughs> he was winning he was winning uh, i love it and it was funny because there were comments underneath mm-hmm. and depending on the race it went from shoot them to mm-hmm. kick their butts shoot them mm-hmm. and all the the thing that popped in my head was as i'm watching this video and looking through these comments the street sign came up Guess what the street was? Martin Luther King. Yes, it was. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Martin Luther King. Well, I Chris said, Rock nailed it years ago. I said, and I, I made the, that was the only comment I made. Did anybody notice, happen to notice what the street name is? Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> well, as Chris Rock said it, Martin Luther King Boulevard. There's some violence going on. <laughs> I mean, he. there was four cops swinging batons. And I was, because one of them pulled out a gun. And then he put it away and pulled out his baton. 
thought about it. I was like, huh. He saw the street sign. Exactly. He was reminded, oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to do this peacefully. And then he pulled out his baton. <laughs> Absolutely. That works for me. There's no question about that. Now, where are you living now? I live in L.A. Because you, you, did you spend most of your childhood in Philadelphia? Yeah. Just... Well, no, actually, it was we later years. Yeah, early years was San Francisco, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, did and you ever poop in the street like they do now? <laughs> oh my God! It's so the the homeless situation. <laughs> that's that, like, terrible. It's no good. There. Oh my God! It's I terrible. mean, it's a, it's a perfect storm because it's a yeah. extremely liberal city. Mm-hmm. It is. And. The weather is, you know, it never gets too cold. Mm-hmm. So um, no reason to go inside. There's, it's a safe place to live. They, it's a city that that provides. It's, you know, it's weird. It's like they don't provide real help. Like they don't have, like a, they don't have like a building that they can all, you know, be treated well and you know all of that and have the mental health thing. They don't have that. Uh, but every, you know, nine out of ten white people in San Francisco walk by and you know they're liberal as hell. So they they are very friendly and accommodating to the ho- the homeless. So it's like, and it's, you know, that that's not how you help it. No, you know? no, not at all. We need to spend money on actual, you that's know. like putting a Band-Aid over. Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, <laughs> gaping. Yeah, exactly. Well you, well, you know what they're about to do here. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That, like, I, I need to ride by and look at it. What, a two and a half million dollar building? They the bought? encampment. Like, yeah. why do you guys well, have tents up sleeping on the deck? I know, why? Like, I don't get it. Don't they, they're going to take before. the people from the encampment. Yeah. They're going to tear down the Red Lake property. Right, exactly. And put up these, uh, they're called sprung. And they're, they're big, these big tents. Hmm. And they will have what? cots. I'm all for helping people, but help I, yourself exactly. first. Because right. I agree. As soon as they said, oh, everybody heard it here. We're going to help them. We're going to mm-hmm. do this. How many more people came? came. Right. And I'm not yep. saying, I mean, I'm all for, like I said, help the people, right? But Who need it. Yeah. help yourself first, please. Because you sit there every day waiting. I hope this lady come by with this today. Get mm-hmm. your butt up and right. go get a job. Put in a couple of cake, then come back. And I hope I didn't miss her, but <laughs> I handled my business today. You know what I mean? We were, we were I don't talk- get it. We were talking about that last week with Catherine. It's a shame. There was um, something called workfare. Workfare, mm-hmm. yeah. Instead of welfare, mm-hmm. workfare. Meaning the check still comes from the government in a But sense. I want to see X amount of work, work and done, something done. done. Go to school, get a job, job. Take a, do something. Get self <laughs> And get self-esteem and get self-worth mm. from working mm-hmm. instead of just sitting there complaining about stuff. And I just... hate it. Yeah. Well, the the I agree with with that. If if you are if that is what you're doing, you're just like sitting around. There's nothing wrong with you, and you can work. But right. a lot of a, like especially in San Francisco and in the bigger cities and stuff. I don't know what it's like here. I'm assuming it's similar. Mo- I would say a huge majority of them are mentally ill. Oh yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. I agree. Yep. Reagan in the eighties just just removed the never budget for that. that. I never understood why he would. They do shut that. down all those hospitals, yeah. and that's what you're looking at on the street. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. To this day, and it's like yeah. let's get that back in the budget so we can actually treat these people. Yeah, but for and some then, reason, no one wants to put it back in the budget. Well, right. because they lean they lean to the inhumane treatment that some of those people experience. Yeah, also. but that was so like put more money and make, make it them, better. Yeah, make it <laughs> you know, less like, inhumane. Yeah, it's exactly. Easy. But the good thing about that is, if you if you treat them and get them off the street, then the people that are left, you know, it's their fault. <laughs> there you well, go. That's a joke, but you know, no, it's yeah, like, no, that's basically true. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, help the people. Some who people need help. do choose yeah. to be homeless. There was a guy who had a sign and it said. Blank happens. 
I said, that's different. Just black happens? <laughs> well, well, the S word happens. Yeah. What well, does happen? And that was his sign <laughs> to get money. Yeah. That was it? Mm. That was it. Julie and I got yelled at by a homeless guy. Why? <laughs> well, he was 20, 27 years old. He's about your size, by the way, so he's a pretty mm -hmm. strong guy. Yeah. The rest of it. Uh, he's holding up a sign and says, things aren't going too good. <laughs> and I rolled the window and I said, it's well. And he got really, he got he was not happy with me doing that to him all day. That's funny. Then he changed it to well things aren't going so good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well things aren't going so good. Actually one know. of my few things that I remember about the well, I actually remember a decent amount for me about the trip to San Francisco that we took. But one of the things I remember is giving an Eisenhower dollar because I had, you know, they're like these gigantic like coins that are worth mm -hmm. a dollar because mm -hmm. I worked at the bank at the time. Yep. I remember giving one to a guy who he had a sign that said, need money for booze. And I was like, fair he's enough. He's being yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Then you were with me when I had to t tell that guy to get lost. I don't remember that. Oh, yes, you do. No, the guy I tried don't. to sell us that newspaper. Mm -mm. You don't remember? I remember almost nothing about our Washington, D.C. trip. <laughs> How is that possible? I have. He no was idea. hanging out with Brett Kavanaugh the whole time. They were blackout drunk. <laughs> blackout <laughs> black absolutely drunk. nothing. <laughs> that was it's, so amazing. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe I was on some medication no, or you something. Were, you don't have no, the, your well, the, memory of your childhood is not good. Also, well. the brain blocks out traumatic events, and if you were in D.C., I think your brain just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know. Literally everywhere you look is just bad things happening. Yeah. You don't remember when that guy grabbed you on Eighth and I. How do you not remember that? I remember the Vietnam Memorial, and that's <laughs> literally you it. You remember the Vietnam Memorial. And that's A guy it. grabbed you on the street, and I had to threaten to kill him. You wow. don't remember that. Mm -mm. That was it like was your Vietnam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, told, I told the guy, I said, you got three seconds to let my son go. I'm going to kill you. I put my name How on the memorial after that. <laughs> that is crazy. How old he was 14. He? Old enough to remember, yeah. He does not remember it at all. He's a 14-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. Don't pay attention to much. Don't pay attention to anything. They just don't. That's true. I remember everything. I was probably playing Pokemon Gold at the time. Yeah. Or thinking about boobs. Probably at fourteen. That's the possibility. The greatest. That's why I said it. Fourteen. That's all I gotta say. The greatest homeless beggar person thing I've ever saw was a shift change. Oh, yeah, the shift change. Oh, yeah. when, when one gets into the Mercedes and leaves, <laughs> the shift change. I've seen that happen. I saw it. wasn't a Mercedes, but one got in the car and the other one got out and yeah. held the shift. Oh, shift that's change. so funny, yeah. I was like, shift are, change. You, are you kidding mm. me? They're doing shifts now. And, natural, mm -hmm. and, of course, those people make it a lot harder for actual, like, mentally like ill that. homeless course, people true. to get help because you don't know, am I giving money to a scammer or someone who just doesn't want to work or someone who actually needs it? Yeah. Do you, you think we'll ever get back to a point where we actually like one another and then work out from there instead of we automatically hate one another and have to work inward and there's nowhere to go? I think after the next nuclear yeah. holocaust, then <laughs> no well, one's going great. to have a choice but to that's work great. together. I'm working on that as a bit about how I used to, growing up, I used to, you know, hang out I, I met some some decent rednecks uh in tennessee because my mom moved to tennessee and okay. you know there it was funny because i was i really was a city boy and they were like they'd bring you out on their quad and you'd shoot stuff and you know like <laughs> their, their sense of humor was great and all that and you really liked them uh or you didn't but if you you could if you wanted to you could say this is different but i really like these guys you know it, it never ever occurred to me to be like 
who'd you vote for? You know, and now no, it's like no, of course, not. and now no, that's right. gone. Like now it's you know, living a certain lifestyle means you're anti another one, and mm-hmm. it, and it, I don't think it used to be that way. It's so funny because I remember many many years ago, probably thirty five years ago, maybe even longer than that. Kathy and I were thinking about building a house out in the country. Instead, mm-hmm. we did, we ended up buying a farm out in the country, but we were thinking about building a place. And I was, so this is like 30, no, it wasn't even, no, it probably was about 35, no, 32, 33 years ago. So we got and I talked to this guy about this land out west. And I'm talking to him, he goes, oh, this would be great. You'd love it. It's going to be unbelievable. Uh, you really should buy it. But I do have to ask you one question. I say, yeah, what's that? And he goes, are you a Jew? <laughs> I was like, whoa, what? He asked me if I was a Jew. And I said, well, no, but why? He goes, well, I wouldn't sell you the land if you're a Jew. Like, what? Oh, my God. So this was like, you know, 1980 or 1985, yeah. something like that. It's like, really? Well, that was back when, when the Jews were a real problem. Well, <laughs> yes, that's right. I forgot that part, too. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking you know i had priority courier experts account rep in here about a month ago and who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the twin cities largest most reliable on-call courier service what's that number because the next package is going with priority courier experts already dialing 651-748-4477 priority courier experts can we help you can you ever priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver What in the hell is this? Oh, well, you get it. Oh, the beautiful beat. Dropkick Murphys or whatever? No, that's Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. I love this song. Oh, I thought it was, um, What's you know, the one Dropkick Murphys song. Yeah. The <laughs> one that anyone knows. JB and I met up one time. JB said, what's wrong with that one eye of yours, man? <laughs> He's got that weird-looking eye, that Marilyn Manson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he wears those contacts, yeah, too. Yeah, he does, right. He does, he does yeah. They did a great interview with him. Somebody went to his house for like Rolling Stone or something, and like it was like last year or something like that. And it was it was such an like it's so rare that you care about those interviews because yeah. it's all like fluff pieces yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But they really got you know some access to what his world is like. And I've never I've always appreciated him as like a strange dude. I just think right. he's a cool thing. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. But I never like was emotionally invested in the guy. But I loved hearing his life. He's so dedicated to being that thing. Oh yeah. So his house is all black inside like all the <laughs> really um, uh. the walls are painted black the ceiling's <laughs> black everything's black and there's like very little light like there's like a lamp here a lamp there but it's like extremely dark That's and he keeps it at like something like 52 degrees all I the time he, jesus he has yeah. he has to if everything's black inside Can yeah you- Oh, it'd be hot oh yeah, I can imagine. If he has any windows, which he may, he may not. You're right about that. And uh, But yeah, I think... Well, also, you know, when cocaine makes you really heat up. So uh, it's a That's good idea true. to have a cold house, yeah. you know. Cocaine's Remember. a hell of a drug. Rick James, bitch. Cocaine's. <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yes, it is, Rick. You're dead because of it. But unfortunately... So, Julian, you were talking Is that what about- happened to him? 
He died of combination of alcohol and drugs. I think he had some sort of cancer that you basically only get if you at that age anyway. Weaken your immune system. Let's see here. God, I loved Chappelle when he. Oh yeah, pulmonary failure and cardiac failure. That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, that's not cancer. Associated <laughs> with associated with diabetes, a stroke, a pacemaker, and a heart attack. Oh, wow! But he also did have three, four, five. I mean, this six, guy partied. Seven, eight, <laughs> he did party. Nine different drugs in his system. Uh-huh. Oh, did you see that story? It was like a couple of weeks ago about. Uh, a guy that got pulled over in Italy, and he had every drug in his system. Every? <laughs> they had. They showed. They I tested him. Every talk screen. Drug? Yeah, they yeah. did. They they did, They took a blood test or whatever. They however they do it, and literally they showed his chart of all the checks, and it was every drug, every illegal drug you could have in your system. He had. How could he be driving? I well, he got pulled over, yeah, so he probably wasn't doing a great job. I was going to say, I think he driver. probably wasn't driving really well. It was something like thirty-six oh, drugs or something like that. Ooh. But that guy didn't mind going to jail. He was in a great mood, I think. Mm. Well, yeah, young? I'm assuming the uh, the come down is going to be pretty bad, though. Mm-hmm. Was he a really young guy? I don't know. I, all, all I saw was the article. He was 83. <laughs> yes, he was 83, <laughs> taking 36 different drugs. Yeah. And no question about it. <laughs> they were all prescribed to him. Mm-hmm. Mostly by. Yeah, who was the guy again that was. They, they put, uh, cops pulled over a guy, and he mm-hmm. wouldn't get out of the car. He said, you got it. Did you hear about the show? <laughs> get out of you. He would not get out of the car. And he said, get out of the car. And he goes, I'm not getting out of the car. <laughs> so you're going to have to get out of the car, sir. So they do a search. He had Viagra, Viagra. marijuana, and five counterfeit, counterfeit $100 bills up his butt. He was ready to go. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> what? He put uh, the money up his butt for some reason. Weird. And that's why he didn't want to get out of the car. Yeah, put him in there. <laughs> oh, I thought it was because he had a, a boner. Well, possibly because well, oh, okay. he had Viagra on him, too. Oh, yeah. He, he was embarrassed. He was like, I can't go solve that problem on the backboard right now. <laughs> well, like he said, you know, counterfeit money in the back, Viagra in the front. Wow. You know, that's the <laughs> he was ready. I just thought, why Viagra, marijuana, and then five $100 bills that are counterfeit? I ain't mm-hmm. mad at him. He wasn't going to spend his money to get well, what he wanted. Well, that's true. I think he had a specific <laughs> no, idea they, of what he wanted to do that They night. stopped, they hey, stopped him from taking doing. advantage of a stripper that yep. day, and I think that's really... For real. That's exactly that's, that's what he was exactly going to go do. That's like. That's if a one. guy, if you're a stripper and some guy <laughs> starts giving you $100 bills, be suspicious. Yeah, especially if he's pulling them out of his butt. <laughs> Here, oh, it's two hundred. Hold on a second. You're doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, I love the fact that one one thing, and, and again, this is not a political thing. I'm not taking sides here. I just love the fact that Stormy Daniels' attorney is now an expert, expert. on what's happening. It's like what? Yeah. Well, well, you know, before he was her lawyer, he was a he was just a lawyer. And then, you know what I mean? Now everybody keeps calling him a porn star lawyer. It's like, he was a lawyer up until the day that he took her case. And then now everybody's just calling him a porn star lawyer. Yeah. And I thought it was messed up that they said that in the hearing. They, that they did? Called, oh, they called him a porn star lawyer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, I think I it was Grassley said it. And it's like, porn star it's just, ugh. <laughs> it, the it, whole thing. It's so obvious. To, uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, it, the, I found the story about the drug guy. Oh, you oh, did? Yeah. It was Spanish. Spanish, sorry. <clears throat> Yeah. I had Italy in my brain because we talked about Italy this morning. Yeah, we did talk yeah. about Italy. I love yeah. Italy. It I love amazing. Italy, too. Faccia brutta. I still love that. Mm-hmm. Your brutal face. What a horrible <laughs> thing to say to somebody. It's about as bad it. as you can. Br- faccia brutta. You have you a brutal face. sounded real nice, though. Yeah, yeah. faccia brutta sounds nice. You say nice, that, I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you said. <laughs> I was cool did with you it. Did you say exactly. you fought? 
I fought what? Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah? Yeah, yeah boxer. boxer? Really? Boxer. Would you yeah. fight her? I would not yep. fight her. I lost a lot of weight. I'm cool now. I, oh, I still do it, though. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of muscle weight or a what lot of fat weight? Both. A little bit of both. The well, minute yeah. I met her, I was like, I'm not fighting oh this person. <laughs> no, you want to fight shy. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People who are, like, really actually, I'm like, I'm strong, they got I'm both muscle and fat because you kind of need both. You need both. You people need with, both. like, yeah. 0% body fat and tons of muscle, that's not good for you. You're an idiot. Yeah. It's really bad. You have mm-hmm. to have some sort of body. Did you ever fight yeah. one of the Ali sisters? No, I wish. Layla Ali. I she, wish. Layla was a boxer, wasn't she? I wish. Yes, yes most definitely. Awesome. One of the best. Yeah, one of she the best. She was on um, the uh, George Lopez show. She was. It's the only thing I know about her. Yeah, she was on George Lopez. I'm surprised. She did a lot. That's what I like about that. That's fascinating to me about like the mind of a of a boxer is like he, he asked if you wanted to fight her and she's one of the best and you were immediately like absolutely I couldn't like it would be so oh, exciting and it's like I can't definitely. we are the opposite brain where I'm like really? find me the worst boxer we could possibly <laughs> do you want no. to get punched by someone really good in at order punching? to hone in yeah. on your skills you have to I mean I'm always striving to be the best at whatever I do right. so right. in order to do that you got to meet the best to yeah. you know. To know what the best is, or yeah. even go mm-hmm. past it. Mm-hmm. So, most definitely, that she is. could be the crap, you... and I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I had the opportunity. With... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. So then you know, you know exactly what a top level boxer does. It's like you know, versus a low level boxer, too. the technique and mm-hmm. what to look out for. Definitely. Can I ask you something? Sure. Do you ever? Is it exciting when you get in the ring and you notice somebody's weakness and you're like, I can't wait to take this. It's kind of like. Take advantage of this. Like, it de- before you do it, you know you're going to do it. And it then depends it works. on the mindset you have coming in. So, like, if I'm already tired, I was on the road or whatever's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah, if I see that soft spot, I'm going right for it. <laughs> I mean, let's end this right now. Yeah. But um, if I'm feeling good, I'm, I'm, I can be. Uh, play with it. I could be cocky. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dance you around for a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, boop, okay. I should have did that in the beginning, but let's make a little uh, little money off of this. Uh, I remember once. You that's remember great. Scott Ledoux? Scott Ledoux, Scott the names? Ledoux, he, he, fought, he fought like Larry Holmes and all okay. things back in okay. that era. Okay, Larry Holmes. Was, Larry Holmes was good. That's a name. What? But Scott was from Minnesota, and Scott was put together. I, I mean, his hands were like oh. that big. Mm-hmm. Massive hands, right? So I ran into him. He's dead, unfortunately dead now, but I ran into him about 10 years ago. He goes, hey, Tommy, how you doing? From this far away, he goes, Boom! Hits me in the chest. What? I thought I was gonna die. Why? Wow! I was like, "Hey, well, hey, good to what? see you." Yeah, that's <laughs> in the medical field. They call that a cardiac thump. And that's <laughs> yeah. a very bad idea. Did it Man. fix your murmur? <laughs> I didn't have a murmur anymore. That's right. Okay, Scott. Good to see you. I played hockey with Scott. Yeah, he was a big hockey player, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't very good at it, but no. he liked to play hockey. I started hockey. hockey when I realized how much fighting they did in hockey. <laughs> I, I was like, hockey is the sport to watch. Hockey. It's comical and physical. I was like, mm-hmm. this is cool. I like that. It is weird that they fight so much. They in, do. In the and NHL. they don't even stop it. It's just, well, when no, they, they get done, I ain't fight. going out there for yeah. Technically, I think it's like illegal. It is illegal to yeah, stop Yeah, but they no one cares. Because more people get hurt. Yep. It's, it's just easier to let it's them do it. It's interesting to me, though, because college, it's not allowed. It's the opposite. Oh, like, yeah, you can't fight. You get in trouble in college. Yeah. But I then these kids are like well, think about it. dreaming in to college, be in the you're NHL. An investment. And yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. got their yeah. money in you. You yep. better yeah. not get hurt and mess uh-huh. this up. Oh, yeah, there's you know? a lot of yeah. things college athletes can't do with NFL. all about money. Yeah. But, yeah, they get, they get like, booted if they get yeah, you better not mess Which with my is, wallet. 
That's Maybe. not. That's I don't. I disagree with that because then you're sending them into the NHL untrained in fighting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what I was you know, thinking. If I if I heard a kid was fresh out of college, this was his first day in the Cheers, NHL. I'm going up. after that kid. Yeah. <laughs> Rookie JB, you're a hockey player. Can you even throw you a hard punch down. with skates on? Oh yeah. Oh, you can. Oh yeah. But we they bleed. Pa- Get that ice like momentum. <laughs> yeah, they do bleed, but they can. But it's 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 all about balance. Yeah, True. I suppose. True. Yeah. True. I mean, I've grabbed people and wrestled with them. Oh, I love it's, wrestling. It's all. Oh, we should tell everybody about your hockey career and thank you so much. What? <laughs> JB is a goalie. He's a hockey goalie. Mm-hmm. And then he wears a face mask. Mm-hmm. And guess whose face is on the face mask? Oh, God. Yours. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Now, thanks, JB. Uh, <laughs> laugh it up. I'm now. sorry, but I find white face to be very offensive <laughs> <laughs> to my people. It was done by a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> done by a white guy. That doesn't Who make it okay. You don't get a pass. <laughs> Who did it? A guy oh, named guy named Todd Mishka. Todd Mishka. Yeah, he's there a local go. guy. Sounds like a Russian spy. His it does. Son, his son Todd is Mishka. actually playing in the pros and wow. one, uh, was a goalie for UMD when they won the national title a couple of years that. ago. Julian just said there's a guy in Russia named Todd. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's not a very good spy. He's like, <laughs> no, he's not well, I'll Mishka change part. my first name. But we're, we'll keep Mishka. We'll keep Mishka, but not Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Nobody sees a Todd coming. Yeah. No, no. I'm you, Russian I, boxers are no joke, though. I tell you. That. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, is oh, it's easy to. Had a little cute one tear me up. Really? I, I was ready the next time. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is. Me up. You know, well, they found researchers found uh, they don't have souls, so they I have nothing. To, <laughs> I'm telling. They got nothing to lose. Cute, you know, yeah, incapable little. of feeling pain. Yeah. <laughs> Another one too. North High School went to North High School in North Minneapolis, right? It's a, you know, racially mixed neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's mostly black neighborhood now, but it was racially mixed back then. And the North High, because it was North High School, they were the, we were the North High Polars. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a school that's mostly black with a white bear as a symbol. Yeah. So the, our, the homecoming slogan by the year I was, I was supposed to graduate was, Bears have soul. <laughs> <laughs> you can check that out. I'm not making that up. That's, that's great. true. I heard, a, I heard a great one. Um, my a comedian friend of mine, Anthony Decimito, he's, he's from Arizona. He went to uh, high school in Arizona, and their high school was an old prison that they converted Ooh. into a school. Man. So their mascot—they were the they were the whatever they're from criminals. That was their. <laughs> so their mascot was like a, a guy in a black and white, you know, whatever. And and I was like, oh my god, I want to get some merch from that school. That's that great. What, well, you heard about the one in Florida, the school for the deaf. No, they is this a joke? Mascot. No, okay. it's a true story. All right, so a, sc- a school for the deaf, mm-hmm. and their mascot is a leopard. Deaf oh Leopard. God, Def <laughs> Leopard. <laughs> they How just messed up could I'm be? so mad I didn't think of that myself. No. <laughs> Deaf Leopard. That's hilarious. So, yeah, that's great. Ah, oh, it's just wonderful. It is wonderful. They start make, making it funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They probably they did that on that. purpose. No question for them. Yeah, well, well, they did do it on purpose. Absolutely, they did yeah. it on purpose. The Deaf Leopard. It <laughs> works for me. You know, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I don't even know what the original... Named Def Le- I never found out what that was about. Can you yeah, look that I, up? I can. Well, Def is in Def Jam, not Def. Right. So. <laughs> Def is in Def Jam. Like, that's a real... Well, that <laughs> like Def a dictionary. Jam. It, is. it is a real thing. Yeah, Def Jam. That's a real thing. No, I know it's a real thing, but I mean, it's like not... <laughs> well, he's, he's looking at me like... It's also idea, slang, right? right? Or what is Def? Is I mean, it short for definite? It's good. 
Right. Like, what is slang nowadays? Mm. They, they they created an entire dictionary for it. Now. Yeah. It's really urban. did. Apparently, it's a nice way of saying black or minority. Right. Apparently, um, Elliot, whatever. Joe, uh, Joe Elliot. Great guy. He just. <laughs> I was going to say Gould. <laughs> yeah, Elliot Gould. He just made a list of just like random band names and they picked. It was actually in, uh, originally spelled Def Leopard, like. Both, Both words spelled correctly, uh-huh. but then they changed it to make it sound more punk. Uh-huh. Oh, there okay. you go. Even though they weren't really punk, they weren't punk at all. But mm-hmm. you know, well, Tom, what's, what do you think is the worst band name of a big band? Worst band name of a big band. God, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Work. You got some candidates? I got. Well, yeah. Lint biscuit. Where did they get that? Lint Lint that's yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a biscuit. It's always bugged. Did they have bad. a sad one at KFC or something that right, just kind like, of fell apart? Melancholy dinner roll was their first. <laughs> yes, I did think of one, but we're going to have to edit it out. Okay, that's fine. It's a rock band, and their actual name was The Fucking Shit Biscuits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know wow. about that. I don't consider that a bad band name. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to get a lot of TV time. I, I would be intrigued to go and Sullivan. buy a ticket. I think Hoobastank probably is the worst. Hoobastank's pretty oh, bad. It sounds yeah. gross. Yeah. The, the, weird, the, cool, the weird thing about language and all this kind of stuff is like once it's ingrained in culture you forget how bad it really yeah, is because yeah, you you know but like pearl jam is a terrible name for a band it i was. feel it's like it was that's spuzz. Awful. it was just it was what spuzz. pearl jam is is well i think that's a myth. no it's they, well i heard it was actually now i feel, I feel like i got one pulled over on me i thought it was uh <laughs> There you go. That one of their band, one of their moms is named Pearl, yeah, and like, she used to make them lunch all the time yeah, when they were gra- practicing. I think the grandma Pearl or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, Pearl Jam. But it's, now I'm like, so that sounds like high school. after grandma sandwich. What are you saying? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Pearl was the grandma. Yeah, yeah. Jam, was... jam was like she made her own jellies and stuff like that. What? But still, that's a crazy. It, yeah, yeah. That's weird. it's still bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's twisted. I don't know. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite band name? The Beatles. <laughs> That's my favorite band. Talking about band. Spuzz. They, uh, <laughs> that was a weird news story. What's that? The Paul McCartney thing that he said he used oh, to yeah. masturbate with John Lennon. I know. That was a. Huh. What is that? I mean, yeah. they did a lot of Do you drugs. Think he's just trying to be again? Do you think he's just trying to be relevant? Like, I don't, just I don't think so. I don't think Paul needs to worry about being like, why yeah. would, relevant why, why again. Why would he come out and say something like that? The hour's over. Because already. we need to possible? know. <laughs> How's it possible that that was a very fast hour, I'll tell you? And that. we just got to the Beatles masturbating. Mm. I dropped the ball as a host. I know. So I'm t- <laughs> he goes, I know. Julie McCullough, ladies and gentlemen. Rick Bronson's tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday at 7 o'clock as well. Mm-hmm. It's great to see you again. Yes, I always Wonderful. love coming here. I love it when you see It's the only reason I do this club. That's it, just yeah, to come here? Just here. <laughs> you know, I, I love you going after Mordal, though. Do, you need to do that more often. Yeah, I, I, uh, I couldn't tell if he... You can't tell if he's really not liking it or not. No, and that's like, my favorite like part, he, is I'm like, I can't tell if I'm really <laughs> pissing this guy off. That's true. Yeah. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.